Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So you've got me to listen to for, well, an hour. I try and fill it with some fun stuff. Uh, what have we got? Cheat meals, weight loss, um, bad coffee, karma. There's entertainment stuff in there this week, so that's something. Find out what else is in there by listening along. Before you get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave any reviews you might want to leave. Generally, just get the podcast out there into the world. Send it to a friend, family member. Anyway, let's get started. So, here we go. This is CookieCast. The Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello? How you doing? You alright? You know, so you never ask me how I'm doing. I'll tell you how I'm doing. I feel rough. And I'm super depressed. Other than that, I feel great. <sighs> anyway, the podcast train keeps on trucking. So, um, I've already had to delete something off the list. I had to delete something because too much to talk about. So, we best get started. Um, I can't remember what the first thing was. Oh, no, that's not true. I do know. So, a week ago today, at about the same sort of time, I had two choices. Choice number one was to go to a gig. And choice number two was not go to a gig and instead record a lovely podcast for you lovely people. Um, anybody who listened to last week's podcast will know, kind of, what decision I made. Um, I made the decision to not go to the gig, stay home, record a podcast. You know, the rock and roll lifestyle that I lead. <sighs> I had ummed and ad for what was months and then what came down to, like, days. I could still get a ticket the day of. Last Monday, I could still get a ticket for a gig that was last Monday. Um, and I was like, everything is telling me that I should go to this gig. There was one small problem. And the small problem was, was that I, although I could afford to do it, I couldn't afford to do it comfortably. So the ticket was going to cost, and it's one of those, you know, a £35 ticket is more like 50 quid once you've paid all the additional horse shit that they had on top. But that's kind of par for the course these days, and there is literally nothing you can do about it, so you just kind of have to accept it. But it was the additionals... And although I could, like I say, I could afford to do it, it wasn't going to be a comfortable kind of affording to do it. Because you've got your petrol, you've got your parking when you get there. Um, obviously, I don't have to worry about things like drinks. Um, I'd just probably take an energy drink, stick it in the car for the drive home, because um, obviously it'd be late driving back on my Jack Jones. Probably going to need a bit of something to keep me keep me going. Um, I've always had the policy that if you go into a gig, you should probably pick something up. Um, gone are the days of um, buying T-shirts, because T-shirts are almost completely redundant for me. They've never got my size, and even if they did have my size, chances are I wouldn't wear it anyway. <clears throat> um, so I went to buy hats. Um... Anybody who, who's a, a long-time listener will know me and hats are um, problematic, shall we say. 
trying to find a home for about 15 hats at the moment um it's not going well it's not going well so i made the decision and i pulled the trigger on not going and the time came and the time went and once the time had gone i immediately regretted it i immediately regretted it it was just in any given situation like that the choice should always be to go and do it the choice should always be I'll make the sacrifice and I'll go and do it and I didn't and I regretted it and I still regret it this is the second time this has happened um, in the last few years um, I think any anybody who's listened for a long time will know that there was a situation where um, I was potentially going to go and try and see Bert Kreischer when he was playing in Manchester and uh, due to one thing or another I decided against it and then I immediately regretted it and still regret it now so it's that thing that it's x number of years later and i still regret it so it's that kind of thing of that in itself is surely a reason to do it um it's uh yeah and there's a lot of um i went to see the prodigy a few years back uh and it, and it ended up being super expensive it ended up costing twice as much as it should have done um but it reached a point where it was kind of like look let's not worry about the cost let's just go and try and enjoy it and try and have a good time which is what happened. We went, we enjoyed it, we had a good time, we came away. And then, I think it was a few months after that, Keith Flint passed away. And the realisation of knowing that never going to be able to see the Prodigy in that configuration again, and being so glad that we'd got to see them before that had happened, it was kind of like, that's a that's a lesson for the future and now i'm like any any you know any moment i'm gonna get you know notified or informed that one of the members of the band that i didn't go to see has passed away and that'll be that'll that'll be even worse um Any, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of that. I got something on the list. I can't decide whether to talk about. I don't know if you're picking up on that. Um, we'll talk about something else. Might might double back. Might come back to it. We'll see. Um, I did something the other day which was something it was something bad it was something i shouldn't have done and i did it anyway and i knew that karma was going to get me for it so i made i made a wrong decision I was out, I was doing uh, I was doing some shopping jobs. I had to go and pick up some parcels for Leanne. I had to go and do some shopping to get some food stuff for a meal I was made I was cooking. And in my head I was like, oh I'll go and get a coffee. But I did the I did the jobs in the wrong order. What I should have done was go and do the food shopping first, then go and collect the parcels, then get the coffees, and then drive home. <laughs> 
but instead I went and picked up the parcels while simultaneously going, why have I done this? Now I've messed up the whole picking up coffee thing. I went and got the food and when I can't, I can't have been out and then go home and be like, I didn't get any coffee. So I was like, I am going to have to drive what's the equivalent of about 100 yards. Now, it's one of those things, there's method in the madness. If I could have walked it, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have walked it, and I'm not saying I shouldn't have walked it, all that, if I'd have walked, I could have walked there and got there fine. Got those coffees. But if I'd have walked back to the car, by the time I got back to the car, the coffees would have cooled to a very drinkable temperature. Then by the time I've got in the car and driven home, coffees would be cold. So that was the thought process. So I went, I'm going to have to do something really naughty. I'm going to have to drive 100 yards, get back out of the car, turn the car off, go and get the coffees, get back in the car, start the car again, and then drive home. In my head, I was like, every time I've done this previously, it's always gone horribly wrong. I even apologised to the car. I said, I'm sorry, little car, but I can't go home empty-handed, so we're going to have to drive over to the coffee shop and get some coffee. So I drove over, I parked up, I got out of the car. And that's where the shit show began. I go, I hold the door open for two women, one of them just walks straight past me. Like I wasn't even there. And the other one clearly felt embarrassed by this. So kind of had to uh, uh, had to say thank you. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? There was a notice on the door saying that they didn't have enough staff. So they were running at half capacity. That's always fun. I get there. I get the the guy who couldn't make it any more obvious that he didn't want to serve me. Was literally just like, I, 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 are you getting that I don't want to serve you? Because if you're not, I might have to, you know, turn it up a notch. I just need you to know that I don't want to serve you. And I don't care either. So there was that aspect. Then he hands he hands me the coffees. I take the coffees. I go get in the car. I feel I'm feeling like what what was the point of this? I've done it all wrong. This is all my fault. All of this stuff. I get in the car. I drive home. Coffees, shopping, parcels in the house. Job done. Finally, sit down and I take a sip of my coffee and I go, that coffee is fucking horrible. And that is the way it goes every single time I've done that. Every time I've made that decision, it's like the the world is saying, you know full well you shouldn't be doing this. So I'm just going to make sure you don't do it again. And as we can see, I clearly learned from my mistakes. Admittedly, this isn't the first time this has happened. Recently, where I've bought a coffee and it's not been very nice, I did buy two coffees the other day. And when they charged me the best part of a tenner, I was like, this road has probably come to an end. So, that's going to be, that's going to be an interesting one. Been going to the gym, as we know. Uh, I didn't go to the gym today. I had to work out at home today because the gym was closed. Um, But I have been going to the gym. 
And over recent weeks, the gym has been getting quieter and quieter and quieter. And I'm not going to lie, I have been loving it. It's like, this I could get used to. Anybody that knows will know that I love an empty gym. I love a quiet gym. I used to go to the gym at 11 o'clock at night with one goal. Make sure it's as quiet as possible. So, when I went to the gym the other day and there were six people, including me, in there, I'm like, yes please, let's keep it this way. I went to the gym on Friday. I went to the gym at the time that I found to be the quieter part of the day. I walk in, I go, hmm. That's interesting. Seems a little bit busier in here today. And it felt, in the time I was there, it felt like there must have been a busload of people waiting outside for me to go in. Because after I went into the gym, it just got busier and busier and busier and busier. And I was like, what the hell is going on right now? And then the realization kicked in. And it was like, ah. Yep, the gym is going to start getting busy again. Now then, luckily for me, I have handed in my notice at said gym, and I will only be a member for the next month. You may have noticed that I also said that I worked out at home today, because the home gym is coming on in... uh, I want to say leaps and bounds, but it's not. Um, There's been some quite obvious issues uh, that need resolving. Um, Space is a factor, so on and so forth. But, in time, home working out will resume. (sighs) Do you know something? I recently realised that I kind of like going to the gym for all of the for all of the bad sides to it and the bad things that I say about it. I kind of like going to the gym, but I also hate it. So the fact that I'm not going to be going to a gym anymore, I, I've got mixed feelings uh, about it. We will have to see what comes when it's purely home working out. Um. I'm a little bit twitchy about it because I, I fear that I won't be able to get the results that I've been getting. Uh, and that'll make me sad. Uh, sometimes you write a thing on a list and then it's like, oh man, do I really have to go through this? I decided I was going to buy a game. Uh, and not a common occurrence these days. But I, was just, I decided I was going to buy a game. Um, because I found a game that I've been kind of wanting to play for a while. I found it cheap on the PlayStation Store. Uh, and when I double-checked on Amazon, it was twice the price on Amazon. I was like, that kind of feels like a sign to me. So I had this problem. And the problem was that uh, when I went to purchase it, I was trying to buy it on the app on my phone. And it was like, oh, which uh, which card would you like to use? And when I looked at the list, I was like, well, none of those are my card. My current card. Shit. I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. Because my, my PlayStation will have the card number stored on it. I'll just buy it on the PlayStation. When I went to get it on the PlayStation, something's happened, and I've ended up buying the wrong version of the game. So when I went to download it, it said that it was locked. And when I looked into it further, it was telling me that I had to upgrade my PlayStation Plus subscription to be able to play a game that I'd supposedly bought. I was like, absolutely fucking not. 
Then I realised the error, I'd bought the wrong version, so then I had to buy the right version. But I needed to get the money back, so I went through to PlayStation support and I said, Hi, uh, I'd like to talk about a refund, and they put me through to this, um, like the automated system. The automated system was like, let's just double check everything, means you can get a refund, all this. Now this was Friday, so... Uh, eventually they were like, right, you're eligible for a refund, I'll put you through to an agent, which they were like, uh, wait time could be up to 20 minutes, do you want to wait? I was like, yeah, sure, I want to wait. Uh, little did I realise that having been on hold on the app, on the online thing, for 20 minutes, it had ticked past 7 o'clock, and apparently, according to the message that I got at 5 past 7, they close at 7 o'clock. I was like, you son of a bitch. So I tried to go through the process again, and they were like, no, we're closed. I'm like, right, whatever. Between Friday night and Sunday night, <coughs> I must have gone through this process about 30 times. Some of the times it was telling me that uh, it couldn't put me through. Some of the times it was getting me all the way through the automated stuff. And then when it said, I'm going to put you through to somebody, then it would tell me that they were closed. And then give the opening times of 10.30 in the morning till 7 at night. And it's 12 o'clock. I'm like, okay, so you should be open. I got that annoyed with it that I ended up sending a tweet to PlayStation support saying, hey, what the hell's going on? Why do you keep telling me that your opening hours are 7.30 in the morning, uh, 10.30 in the morning until 7 at night, yet it's the middle of the day and you're not open? And it just went on and on and on and on and on. And I'm like, I want to play this game, but I'd also like a refund. on the th Now, I the whole time I'm like, this is my fault. Going between the app and the PlayStation, I've not paid enough attention. I got a little too giddy. I bought the wrong thing. I didn't realise I was buying the wrong thing, but I bought the wrong thing. It's my fault. Doesn't change the fact that I should be able to get my money back because it's still within the terms and conditions. Listen to me. This morning, having been through this process multiple times Friday evening, multiple times Saturday, multiple times Sunday, we get to this morning, Monday morning. In the time between getting out of bed, going in the bathroom, going to the toilet, and coming back out of the bathroom, I've managed to get a refund from PlayStation. And I was just like, on one hand, great, I got a refund. It was painless. It was a painless situation. On the other hand, why did it have to take so long? Presumably, the short version is that they close at 7 on a Friday and don't open again until half 10 on a Monday, which, as a 24-7 business model is really shit and <laughs> would would saturday not be like the biggest gaming day in the world would that not be the day that you want your support it was so weird and then to add all what is almost insult to injury i managed to get it solved in like Five minutes, less than ten minutes. It was just very strange. Um, you guys know how I love a Saturday night. Yeah? Love a Saturday night. Saturday night, to me, has become... I don't know what I would call it. Like I was going to say, like a holy grail. Saturday night is is the sweet spot. 
it's the point in time where you've done almost seven days worth of work. And what I mean in that is like, like you guys know, you know, the running, the working out, dog walking, it all counts. Um, Kids, animals, um, going to the gym, doing swimming lessons, dance lessons, all of the stuff that is involved in the week. By, By the time I finished doing like what is now treadmill stuff on a Friday afternoon, I am, I am just dead, I am death walking. Saturday morning's run is a mixture of, yay, it's the last run of the week, and holy shit, it's the last run of the week. It's just, it's just this, uh, kind of situation. But Saturday night, let me tell you, cheat meal, check. Movie, check. Computer games, check. Non-alcoholic beer, check. Peace and quiet, check. Now, I am a man. If somebody said to me, hey, do you want to do something Saturday night? My answer would be yes. It's not that precious. But at the same time, it is. It's, It's the reward for the week. So, Saturday night, I'd um, I'd watched a, a film with my eldest, and she'd gone off to bed, Leanne had gone off to bed, my son had gone to bed, my other two daughters were already in bed, I could hear the cheat meal calling me from the kitchen, I am like, yeah boy. You know what's happening. You know what I'm going to say. You know what's coming. Don't pretend you don't. So, here we go. My uh, youngest daughter and my son have a cold. Now, my youngest daughter brought the cold home from nursery. What a surprise. Nursery, or as I like to call it, the germ factory. She told me today that somebody had coughed in her face. My response was, that's not good, but that doesn't give you the excuse to cough in my face. Also, you know that horrible cold you've got right now? Wonder where you got that from. (coughs) My daughter brought a horrible cold home. She then gave it to my son. No brainer. So... It's nine o'clock. Now I know what you're thinking. It's a bit late to be eating, isn't it? Yes, it is. Don't judge me. It's nine o'clock. I'm mulling through what film I'm going to watch. All I can think is, let's get that cheat meal rocking. If that cheat meal's rocking, you do not come a knocking. But somebody came knocking. So uh, my daughter started coughing and coughing. And coughing. And I'm like. Wonderful. She's in the room. With my middle daughter. My middle daughter's a bit like me. Can sleep through pretty much anything. But let's face it. not She can't sleep through everything. Uh, my youngest daughter. Was um, crying at various points. Oh she was very poorly. I'm like. <sighs> So there's a point where I'm like, right, I need to eat and then go and give her some medicine. Terrible, terrible decision. Because what I ended up doing was making the food and then sitting, listening to the monitor, her coughing, spluttering and all sorts. And I'm like, well, I guess best eat this quick. It was it was the worst. It was the worst. I had to have my fantastic cheat meal ruined by just racing through it. 
So I raced through the cheat meal. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And I then run up. Here you go. Here's some cough medicine. Have a drink. Go to sleep. I come downstairs. I'm watching my movie. And then all I can hear is the sound of... Well, I know what it was. So what I can hear is the sound of a cat ripping shreds out of the carpet upstairs on the landing. I'm like, it's okay, it's fine, he'll stop. And he didn't, and it went on and on and on and on and on and on. on. So I went charging up the stairs to find the cat that I expected it to be laid in his bed. And the cat that I didn't expect it to be on the landing, looking at me like, hey, I was just tearing the shit out of the carpet. Why are you here? And I was like, really? This is... This is what I've worked for this week. All my hard work and all my effort comes down to this. Kind of started realising that... Maybe I put a little bit too much on these things. Maybe it's not supposed to be that big a deal. My Saturday night was ruined, wasn't it? Took my eldest daughter to uh, to a climbing place. Um, I didn't even know this place existed until two or three weeks ago. Uh, and it came up on a list of possible places to do um, a birthday thing. So she's like, hey, I've never been before. I'm like, no, I didn't even know it existed. She was like, so shouldn't I be checking it out before going for a birthday party or a birthday type thing? I'm like, yeah, you probably should be. So we had to wander over. We had a look. Uh, it looks it looks super cool. I'm like, is there any chance that we can get her in to climb? No, 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 no. Fully booked today. I was like, oh, okay. Have you got anything tomorrow? They said yes. We've got a variety of times. A lot of the times wouldn't work, but one of them was kind of doable. Like. Okay, can I book her in then? Yes, you can. It's the last space. Perfect. We'll see you then. So, uh, Sunday comes around. We went swimming in the morning. And um, got out of the pool, got dry, got dressed. Home, spot lunch. And out the door to go to the climbing place. And it was one of those experiences where... I, I looked at it in these multiple different ways. One of them was um, my, my eldest daughter reminded me of what I would have been like at that age. Um, me feeling, I felt sorry for her because of how how she's... She's very conditioned to fear a lot of things. Uh, there'd been a situation with the swimming... Um, which was just fueled by fear, essentially. Uh, and then there was like, oh, why don't you try this? Okay. Um, and she was just, just afraid of it. Um, and I was like, that's what I would have been like at that age. Um, but I would have been pushed to do it. So there was this thing where they had this thing and it was called a stairway to heaven. And all it is is just pipes. And you have to climb up these pipes that get bigger as they go around. And then you have to jump off. Now, I know for a fact that I wouldn't be able to do the last bit, the jumping off bit. I'm like, absolutely no fucking way I'm doing that. Um, she was kind of okay with the jumping off of things. But some of the climbing stuff was was not okay. 
So she went up these pipes and then she got halfway and felt like she couldn't get any further. And I'm like, just, just go, just do it. And again, I was thinking about how I would be in a situation like that. Now, as a child, I would have very much been in the camp of there is no flipping way I am doing this. But I was pushed as a child. I was pushed too much in a lot of ways, but I was pushed as a child. And no matter how much I hated it, I was definitely the kind of person, the kind of child who needed it. I would have quite happily gone for the easy version, which in a lot of cases is not doing stuff. And a lot of those situations, I was pushed to do them. And I looked at that situation as, would I have done this as a child? No, absolutely not. Would I have done it as an adult? Yes. Yes, I would. So I was a bit like, yeah, come on, crack on, you do it, get going, go on, get after it, come on, let's do it, that kind of thing, Um, which, a lot of it, stuff like that, you know, children, doesn't go down too well, Um, but she managed to get all the way to the top, and then did the coming down. And I was like, I said to her a bit later, I was like, were you impressed? Were you proud of the fact that you managed to do that? And she said, yes. And that was always the thing. I remember being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to do something. And then when I finally gave in and did it, I was always like, oh, that was great. Let's do it again. Oh my god, I can't believe it. that was so much fun. Let's do it again. Oh wow, that was brilliant. Let's do it again. So, I, I kind of ended up in this like on the fence kind of situation where I was like, you don't want to, you don't want to force people to do things they don't want to do. But at the same time, you know what the other side of it is. You know what's past the breaking point. Case another another example of this was there were other there wasn't just this one thing there was multiple other things. A lot of them, she'd get, you know, eight foot off the ground and be like, "Oh, it's it's too much for me," and come back down. But then there was these other ones where she would just climb up all the way up to the top, and they'd be and they must be. <sighs> I'm going to say 25, if not 30 feet off the ground. And she just, up she goes, gets to the top, comes back down. Gets so far down, jumps off so that the the winch thing brings her down. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, One of those things, very quickly realised, definitely not going to be somewhere that we're going for a birthday. So uh, back to the drawing board on that one. Does anybody remember the weight loss saga? So there was this thing with the weight loss saga where one week uh, I didn't lose any weight. And then the next week I lost, like, in in some ways, like tw- two weeks worth of weight. Um, so last week I didn't lose, and I lost 0.2 of a pound. Not ideal when you're working very hard. So today was the um, make or break in some ways. So I did all of my morning stuff, get out, run, walk the dog. Uh, it was actually a little later in the day. Uh, as I mentioned at the start of this, um, struggling a bit at the moment. Um, super depressed um the this morning was very much a morning of i'm gonna stay in bed all day obviously that's not an option uh with you know children and dogs and 
life. Um, if those things hadn't have been in place, I'd probably still be in bed now. Um, so everything was a little bit later this morning. I did wonder how that might affect things. Um, I went, I got on the scales, crossed everything and was like, here we go. So ended up losing three pounds. Um, so it is now official. I weigh the least that I have weighed this year. And having done the research uh, a week ago, or whenever it was, uh, I now weigh the least I have in the last two years, which is interesting. Um, bit weird. Bit of a weird situation. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Because here's the thing, you know, I could be like, hey, it's an achievement, it's great, it's wonderful, blah, 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 blah. But, let me give you let me give you some numbers, let me give you some statistics. I would still need to lose two stone to get back to my fighting weight. Uh, if you were listening, I think it was last week, there was a conversation about what I refer to as my fighting weight. I would need to lose three stone to get down to the lowest I've weighed in, I mean, let's go with 10 years. Let's go with 15 years. Let's go more. Numbers like that are wildly unobtainium. Unobtainable, unobtainable. Let's not say that word too many times. Let's just admit, probably don't know what it is. Too dumb to know what it is. Not achievable. Those numbers are huge. But let me switch. Let me switch screens. Let me switch numbers. Let me switch. Over the course of the last year. I have lost that's interesting over the course of the last year the most weight I have lost so the highest is there I think no the highest is there so I will have lost a stone this year I don't want to be negative, Nancy, but that doesn't feel like a lot, especially if you look at the work put in. So to do twice that, it's just a lot of work. Do three times that, I mean, let's face it, we're going to be here until 2020, what, five? More? <sighs> not. Not good. Did I talk myself out of my weight loss being a good thing? I think I did. Entertainment stuff. So, a little bit of entertainment stuff this week. I've been, uh, been dabbling in the entertainment industry. Not like that. Um, I finished My Name is Ill. <sighs> right, so. Series 1, Series 2. Oh, great. Series 3 is, in my opinion, not good. The To me, I feel like the show just went off the rails. And although there were aspects of it that were fine... There was this whole thing of the show had a principle. The show, the show had a this is what the show's about. And then series three was like, ah, we're not going to do that anymore. So it really just didn't work for me. Series four comes around and it's all back to normal. Everything's back. Cool. You get so far, it's like, yeah. Um... In series four, 
Randy, old uh, Ethan Suplee, Randy's character just goes through the roof. He was like laugh out loud funny in that series. So we'll get to the last episode. Okay, here we go. Last episode, let's do this. And the last episode ended on a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? I may have lost it a little with the whole situation. I was not. I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't in the best frame of mind for it. I was not happy. <laughs> Brilliant. And that's that. There is no more. It is done. So, uh, big thumbs up there. Whichever TV executive decided to cancel that show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Um, being in a situation where I needed something to watch, um, I've switched to a different series. Not one that I'm going to talk massively about. There'll be mention of it here and there. Uh, however, I started a new series. And, and, and I mean, not just new to me. I mean, a new series. I've started watching the, uh, the Mike series. Um... I think in America it keeps saying that it's on Hulu, but uh, in the UK, for sure, uh, you can get it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Mike is essentially the Mike Tyson story. Um, I think, you know, if you're a certain age, you remember when Mike Tyson was the baddest man alive, sort of, Mike Tyson era. Um, I think... We can all sort of agree that when Mike Tyson appeared in The Hangover, it was like, what is happening right now? But it was also super awesome. And I feel like from then on, Mike Tyson had a bit of a like a like a second wind. Um more stuff sort of over the years has come out about his past. Um, and if I'm honest, I, I quite like the the Mike Tyson 2.0. I know that there's a lot of sort of quite questionable stuff from his past, um, but I'm a man that believes in second chances, if you like. Um, so when I saw that there was a TV show that was going to talk about Mike Tyson's life, I was like, yeah, I am prepared to give that a go. Uh, I think I've watched three episodes. I haven't been back to it since I was watching episodes back to back. Um, the good and the bad. The good is that I think you get a really good insight into what his life was like, depending how close to the truth it is. The bad is it's set at a point in time where Mike Tyson was doing a one-man show. I think it's set in 2017 and then looking at his life whilst he talks it through his one-man show. And they've got a guy playing Mike Tyson, essentially almost like a narrator. The whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, why didn't they just get Mike Tyson to do it? He would have presumably been up for it, so... Why wouldn't they just get Mike Tyson to do it? It seems like a weird oversight. I'd be interested to know if there was more to it than that. Um, I just watched the, the episodes that I've just seen, sort of from the point of his, um, like the breakdown of his marriage, um, and why he says that was the case. Um, it's been good, I've enjoyed it. I, I recommended it to someone today, even though I've not finished it. So it's been very good up till this point. 
Um, and it is it is my intention to uh, to watch the rest of it. From a film perspective, I realise I haven't put down games. That's interesting. Um, there has been um, a bit of a weird drought. I was playing Sniper Elite 5. And then there was the whole thing about buying a game. And I was going to buy a game and play a game. But then obviously I've been waiting four days to get a refund on it. So I could sort that situation out. Uh, in that time I've been playing some like proper classic stuff from the last generation. Which has been mostly Ghost Recon wildlands uh, a couple of other bits here and there but i feel i've i've been let down by this situation which was all my own doing i will reiterate that but i haven't put games down i've only just really realized i will say this i imagine by next week i'll have something to talk about from a games perspective uh let's talk movies um Every now and then, I will watch a um, I will watch an animated movie. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my eldest and my other children watching animated stuff. Um, very rarely, or sometimes, I will sit down and watch an animated movie on my own. I bought something with kind of the intention of watching it with my eldest. Um, my eldest is very much into a, a superhero should have superpowers so she has very little interest in Batman now Batman my favourite superhero so we kind of have this like we kind of butt heads a little bit because she's like the best superhero is Superman I'm like are you kidding me the best superhero is Batman don't even joke about it she is very insistent the you know a superhero should be a super powered superhero and i'm like batman is a founding member of the justice league he doesn't have any superpowers what does that tell you recently she did concede that maybe batman can be the second best superhero after superman which is a big jump so i had the i had the kind of idea of watching the film i watched with her However, the film in question is Batman versus Two-Face. Now, it's the 66 version of Batman done in an animated movie. It's got Adam West and Burt Ward doing the voices of Batman and Robin. And what is an absolutely amazing choice, William Shatner as the voice of Two-Face. Um... In the end, I decided it probably wasn't the right thing to introduce my eldest to because you really do have to kind of set the scene for Batman 66. And somebody who's only just really kind of getting to grips with Batman is probably not a great place to start. So in the end, I was like, hey, I'm going to watch it on my own. Um... It was really good. It was really enjoyable. Like I say, William Shatner as Two-Face. Fantastic choice. Um, he did very well doing that role. Uh, Adam West. Um, great. You know, Burt Ward, great. Um, obviously, Adam West isn't with us anymore. Um, I, have a, I, have, I hold Adam West very dear in my heart because uh, I once met him, shook his hand, had a conversation with him. Um, and that's that's quite a big thing uh, for me personally. Um, and it was kind of a bit of nostalgia. Um, I keep, I always keep trying to work it out. Um, my older two children have um, TV series connected to them. Um, one of them is How I Met Your Mother, and the other one is Batman sixty six. The only problem is, I can't remember which was which. I think my eldest, weirdly enough, is Batman 66. And my middle daughter might be How I Met Your Mother. And the reason I say they're connected is 
on an afternoon when I would sit and hold them the same time every day I'd sit and watch um, like E4 and at one point in time they were showing Batman 66 and at another point in time they were showing How I Met Your Mother and that was what what I did in those days when they were little babies um, so I very much enjoyed Batman vs. Two-Face. Um, I felt something that was quite interesting. Was I felt that they'd really pushed the boundary of these are the things we couldn't do in the TV series that we can do in animation. And that's always a really good way to go with these things. They still had in some um, some very interesting elements around like when they were going up and down the the rope they put that in which i kind of felt was on one hand <laughs> a little unnecessary and on the other hand super cool uh it was interesting to see in sort of an animated version of the of the show really enjoyable really good storyline um just it was just really good um, it felt it felt uh, very nostalgic to watch. Um, as I mentioned with my ruined Saturday night, uh, I did watch a movie, and it wasn't a Batman movie, but it was a superhero movie, and again a new one. I watched the film Samaritan, which uh, is a Sylvester Stallone superhero movie. You heard me right. Sylvester Sloan superhero movie. Uh, it's based on the principle that it's uh, an aging, retired superhero. Um, the the city's in chaos and there's a gang and they, they, they're, they're into the bad guys and, and he's old and kind of retired or the people think he's dead or, the, you know, that sort of stuff. But then there's a kid... And the kid discovers that he was a superhero and then kind of follows him around and stuff. Again, the the good, the bad, the pros, the cons. The good, um, you know, reasonable action film. Some good sort of action-y bits. The bad. Um, editing. I don't know how many more times I'm going to have to say I watched this Hollywood movie and the editing was terrible. Um, but I'm saying it again. The editing was so weird in places in this film. It's like, did they get a five-year-old to do the editing for this film? Such a weird thing to keep coming up. I don't get it. Um, another thing is, I kind of wish we could move away from the the, the child in the story kind of thing. Um, I looked at the film as you could do this film without having the character of the the child and it would still work and if that's the case then why have we got the child in the film i, I just there there are times where the kids like an okay actor but not great there's some stuff i've seen where the the, the child that they've got is a terrible actor and that's no fun to watch um, it it really, really felt throughout the film like it could have been done differently, and it and not needed the child. Um, ultimately, as a Saturday night movie, six and a half, seven out of ten, jobby. Um. Don't want to give any spoilers away, but there was an element of the film where they were kind of like, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge through various parts of it. And then towards the back end, they were like, aha. And I was like, yeah, we knew that. But <laughs> there was absolutely zero explanation. <laughs> and I'm like, are you, you, you going to tell, tell us why? And the film said, No. No, we're not. It was the weirdest thing. 
They're just like, okay then, guess that's that. Uh, Samaritan, maybe worth checking out if you like superheroes and you like Sylvester Stallone. That's it. That's the week. I cut it down for you and it was still the best part of an hour. <laughs> um, hope you're having a good week and I will catch you guys next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Another week closer to something. Big thank you for listening along, big thank you for watching, big thank you for taking the time. If you've got any spare time, you could consider like, share, subscribe and comment, dropping in reviews you want to drop, and uh, send the podcast all over the world. Pass it on to friends, pass it on to people you know, pass it on to people you meet in the street. If you want to check out our website, it's cookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, and you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.